Good morning. It's Wimala Bikuni. It's Friday morning, and uh, I'd like to sit with you today and have you as company. I wanted to share something with you today, and it's from, I don't know if you're seeing this backwards or not, it's from uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's book, Fear. And it's beautiful. This is a beautiful book to have. It's perfect. And I, uh, I realize that I can just let it fall open to any page, and it just seems to be speaking directly to, to this uh, period that we're going through together and just about life in general. So you can find it, I'm sure, online, and you can probably pick up a free PDF of it even online if you don't have the book. But every pa- it's, everything is about a page long, so you can go from topic to topic. And when I opened it this morning... I picked. I just came to a part that, a whole section where I thought, well, I I've been doing this with the group online, and here he's saying it in such a more eloquent, beautiful way than I do. So I wanted to read uh, just one page out of this tiny book, and it reflects some of the things that we've been talking about. So this is uh, on the paperback version, it's in pa- on page 89, and it's called Emotions Are Only Emotions. This is very short. Meditation has two aspects. Stopping and calming is the first, and looking deeply to transform is the second. When you have enough energy of mindfulness, you can look deeply into any emotion and discover the true nature of that emotion. If you can do that, you will be able to transform the emotion. Of course, emotions have deep roots in us. They are so strong we think we will not survive them if we let them be. We deny and suppress them until finally they explode and cause hurt to ourselves and others. But an emotion is just an emotion. It comes, it stays for a while, and then it goes away. Why should we hurt ourselves or others just because of one emotion? We are so much more than our emotions. If we know how to practice looking deeply, we will be able to identify and uproot the sources of our painful emotions. Just practicing embracing the emotions can already be very helpful. If during the critical moment when the emotion is there, we know how and where to take refuge, if we are able to breathe in and out and focus our attention on the rise and fall of our abdomen, our belly, for 15 or 20 or even 25 minutes, then the storm will roll away and we will be aware that we can survive. When we succeed in surviving strong emotions, we experience a more solid peace of mind. Once we have got the practice, we are no longer afraid. The next time a strong emotion arises, it becomes easier. We already know that we can survive it. If we can relax when our strong emotions come, then we don't pass fear on to our children and to future generations. If we stay with our fear, suppressing it, and then letting it explode, we are sharing that fear with the young people around us and they will consume it and pass it on. But if we know how to handle our own fear, 
we will be more able to help our loved ones and our young ones handle theirs. We can be with them and say, Darling, breathe in and out with me. Pay attention to the rise and fall of your belly. Because they have seen you do this, they will be more likely to listen to you. Because you are there and you offer your energy of mindfulness and your solidity, your child or your partner will be able to cross the white water of emotion. She will know that with her loved one at her side, she, like you, can survive the strong emotion. Modeling calm in the face of fear and teaching young people how to weather their own storms, and you are teaching a very valuable skill that might even save their lives in the future. Isn't that beautiful? So when we're breathing and breathing into our bellies, that's this is our practice to help us learn how to work with fear. Not to repress it, but how to work with it. To allow it to rise up for us to see it. And then to allow it to pass on. Knowing that all things are temporary. So all of those Heavy feelings are temporary, too. So I think that's beautiful. He, his uh, Thich Nhat Hanh's voice is so poetic that it's another way to get the importance of meditation. And it starts out, I was just talking about this, I think, yesterday. Meditation has two aspects. Stopping and calming is the first. And looking deeply to transform is the second. So we want to do both. So remember when you're breathing to let it let it get down to your belly and just put your hand on your belly and and you're learning how to be a teacher when you're practicing for yourself this is teacher training because we all know someone who can benefit it, benefit from it it might just be seeing us and how we behave and it might be someone who actually wants to learn a technique and you can actually show them and sit and sit uh, if you want to go back and play uh, another meditation and listen. Or maybe you can sit with if you're dealing with a specific emotion. You don't need to be thinking. You just need to be sitting, being feeling really uh, anchored to the earth and being grounded and being present and watching that belly rise and fall. So uh, if you have, uh, I woke up this morning and I had just this kind of, uh, I was feeling fine and I had some lovely classes, uh, sutta classes that I attended last night and was really getting engaged in those teachers and the teachings. But then I woke up this morning with just kind of a, uh, I, it's familiar, but hasn't been in quite a while. Just kind of a sense of anxiety. Uh, no, I had no idea what it was about, and I've been, I've been, really, being able to relax and get into this uh, stay-at-home rule pretty easily, and and it was has been very refreshing for me because I tend to be too busy. Um, but this morning, when I woke up, that just this wave of anxiety was there. And I thought, you know, I think I'm not feeling anxiety, but here it is. I wake up and it's that first. And so I needed to sit with my breath. 
I didn't need to try to figure out what it was from. I mean, it's pretty obvious. The situation is a, a is an anxiety-producing situation that the world is in right now. And it might be more anxiety-producing uh, than we have been when we've been kind of safely nestled at home. Now they're talking about we need to get out. And for a lot of us, that's that's uh, there's more anxiety in that than there is in let's stay home. But whatever that was, I just needed to be with it. I needed to experience and know it's there. But I didn't need to think it through. I needed to be with my breath. So I did that this morning, but it's this is I'm really feeling so happy that we're here together and we can spend this time doing the same thing. So let's just settle into that dealing with whatever emotions are that we're dealing with. Yours may be completely different. But especially if you feel there's something that you've been holding down or repressing, this could be a good time to begin to let that, uh, let that show itself to you. So close your eyes and, uh, I'm grinning because I saw, I see David Smith's name here. Okay. Hi, David. Close your eyes and just begin to breathe. You, it's good to breathe in through your nose and out through your nose, but like we've been doing, let that breath go down so you can feel it in your belly. Feel the rise and fall of your belly. Breathing in, feel your belly rise up. As you exhale, feel it contract a bit. You don't have to be taking a longer, heavier, deep breath but do get it down into your belly. We want to get it down below the top of our lungs because that can often be fear or strong emotions if we're just breathing into our chest, into the top of our chest. Let it be a breath you can sustain. You don't want to hyperventilate. We're just learning to let that breath go down into our bellies, get it down lower so we're working with that diaphragm. Breathing in, I can relax. 
And breathing out, I can let go even more. Keep your mindfulness, so be aware of what's going on. Be aware of thoughts coming into your mind. But we can let those thoughts go. Notice that they can just rise up on their own. They'll stay for a while wanting our attention don't feed them with your attention. Just let them stay for a while if they need to, and then they'll dissipate. They'll go on. They'll move away. They'll just fall apart because it's no fun for them if you're not thinking and working with your thoughts. So allow them to come and then allow them to go. Let your awareness be on first becoming calm with your breath and feeling anchored to the earth. Then allow the feelings that are there to arise. We don't need don't you don't need to create some feeling. Just let whatever is there arise. It might be a feeling of great joy, of peace. We let that rise and we know that those feelings are temporary as well. So it's good to be able to feel them when they're there. Don't cling on to them. But if there are distracting emotions, difficult emotions of fear, if there's anger, frustration, Allow those to be visible and allow them to be there as well. And let them rise if they need to. There's no need for us to act on them. If we can really see them and understand just what their nature is,
Very often we have to embrace our difficult emotions the same way we should embrace the happy emotions. They're all part of us, but they are of the nature to come and go. They're conditioned, they are not who we are. Our emotions come and go. If we're not afraid of them, if we're able to just be with them for a short time, not acting on them, but just allowing them to rise, look at them, keep breathing, Try to look at them without our, our thinking mind getting in the way. Investigate. We want to walk around that emotion, looking just looking at it from different points of view if we can. And it might be the right time to completely be able to let it go. But often we know that isn't the case. It may be more deep-rooted. We may have some, there may be some part of us that wants to hang on to it. It may define us. We may feel that this emotion gives us our energy. Those, of course, are delusion, but we become attached to some of our deep-rooted emotional states. So it's okay to let it go. If you're ready to let it go, If in this moment you can just let it go, just let it go. Don't cling to it. Don't hang on to it. Chances are there'll be another difficult emotion to work with. The one you just let go of is not your last. But we're learning the process to deal with them as they arise.
And we need closure after we've been <clears throat> really observing these emotions as they arise. And there may be a lot these days. You may feel like you're living in a pressure cooker and you're not in a situation where you can deal with these emotions. You can find a place where you can sit with your breath. You can do that. So we come back at the end of this meditation and just allow ourselves to nurture yourself. You may have been working for a few minutes with something really difficult for you, difficult to even allow or allow yourself to look at it. And you may find that your stories about it keep coming up into your head. We don't want to feed those stories. So now just nurture yourself to let it let you be done with that for this present time. Don't let it hang around with you. Um, sometimes we call this coming back to neutral. Or you can just say coming back to nurturing yourself and letting the uh, letting letting that the power of that uh, difficult emotion, you know, just now now we're going to stop working with it. Uh, so you want to come back to a safe place in your body. And that's when we take care of ourselves. So we send metta, we send loving kindness and friendliness to ourselves. May I be well. May I feel safe. May I realize I can deal with these difficult emotions. I am strong. I can be fearless. And then because it were that's metta practice, we definitely now need to send it out when we can, when we can feel, okay, we have enough for ourselves. We can send some out and then we can begin to radiate and we it just continues. We never run out and we are never unable to send it out. So then we can radiate that feeling of goodwill out and out. Send it out to all your loved ones. Send it out to your animal friends, our big supporters. Send it out to strangers, to enemies, to the challenging loved ones in your life. Remember that metta is infinite. So once we begin to send it, radiate it out, we're radiating it out. It just becomes who we are, and it keeps going and going and going. And when it's infinite, that means we also can't say, I want it to go to her, but not to him. I want it to go to those people and not these people. We, we don't have that control when we really understand what we're doing. We can't pick and choose who we begin to send compassion to and metta to. And that's wonderful, isn't it? We'd all be tempted to, to, use, to use that superpower for evil instead of for good. So uh, that's part of being infinite. And we're not picking and choosing who we, who we send it to.
and we can't and we can't pick and choose what their response is. So we never have any attachment to uh, radiating out those qualities like metta and compassion and sympathetic joy for others and equanimity. So that's that's uh, enough for today. I was afraid I'd start uh, coughing like I did yesterday, so I have a I have a glass of water here with me in case. Uh, hope you can hope you can uh, comfortably work with your emotions, and recognize that they are not permanent, and recognize that we're the only ones. We have to ground ourselves and be with ourselves when it comes right down to it. And you know if you have emotional issues that you have to deal with, 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 uh, with a professional counselor or with medication that you know uh, is being supervised. Don't always feel that our practice of meditation, that we're at a point in our lives where meditation can, can uh, solve every problem or deal with every, uh, everything we're working with. Sometimes we need we need more help. We know that. And if you know that, we, we, I, I definitely and the other monks at Blue Lotus encourage you to get the help you need. But you never have to uh, give up meditation and it can become, along with any professional help you need, your meditation will only make everything better. So I'm not, not suggesting you quit meditating while you take care of something. Just know that uh, we have to trust science, we have to trust what we know about the brain, we have to know that there are things that are available for us to use and work with. And uh, that's part of what we can become aware of as we practice. When things are too difficult for us, uh, we need to get help. And so never be afraid to get help, okay? You might just need to talk to a good friend a Kalyanamita, or you may need to talk to a doctor, or you may need to talk to a counselor. So uh, let that be. Let that be part of your part of your reality too. Don't cut off one with the other. Okay, let them work together. Uh, so it's lovely. It's lovely to see names coming up and see people that I'm uh, so happy to see and. Uh, I'll see you again Sunday morning, or you can listen to a recording. Okay, have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for helping me in my practice as well. Okay, bye-bye.